Did any of you have summer vacation plans and they got completely upended, canceled, and you're thinking of Christmas and you're like, I don't even know if those things are going to happen either. Well, today we're going to talk about faith and hope as a Christian virtue versus the kind of ways that we think about our future. How do we think about God's future um, with faith and looking toward it with hope? That's today on The Reality Daily. Hey everyone, grace and peace to you all. Today is Thursday, September 10th, and today we're wrapping up our series on the Christian virtues and the importance of putting on the core Christian virtues of faith, hope, and love. The last few weeks, we've gone a little bit more in depth into love and some uniquely Christian like angles and perspectives of and distinctions of Christian love. But today we're going to group the virtues of faith and hope together because we think they go so well together. They're actually linked in the scriptures together. And it's hard to imagine one without the other. And I'm here with Matt, of course, who's been a part of this virtue series. Yeah, he did. Hey. Um, so I'll just start here. Why do you think faith and hope tend to go together? Like theologically, biblically, why do they go together? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, one of the best places we see in scripture um, is uh, Hebrews 11.1. 1, and uh, this is like the big verse that everybody goes to when they're talking about faith. And it says faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. And so built into like even the definition of faith is the word hope, right? Like you, like if you, they're just built into under, like you have to understand one to understand the other. I know. I've always actually found this scripture to be hard because I'm like, but what's hope? And like, well, that's faith. But what's faith? (laughs) It's hope. It's like circular (laughs) argument. I'm like, but they are, they're so tied together. You have to understand you need both in the definition. Absolutely. I, I super agree. And, um, and I, you know, like I, I come about this from a really, you know, I've, I've read way too many books in my lifetime and I'm a total nerd for this stuff. And I know sometimes I give you a book, you're like, I've, I've read all the books. I don't want to read another book. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, my, my education burnt me out on reading. I'm starting to get it back though, but Good. I'll, I'll reach back into uh, my, my brain library here for a second. Uh, I remember reading fear and trembling by, uh, Kierkegaard and, yeah. um, such an interesting book, you know, poetic theological book. And he says some stuff about faith that has super stuck with me. And he contrasts, uh, in this book, he's like talking within the metaphor of, uh, knights and ladies and damsels in distress and mm. that kind of thing. And he talks about, uh, the night of faith, like the, mm. uh, K and I G H G. Yes, exactly. Got exactly. It. Yeah. And, uh, and that, that person is a person who, um, is willing to like, kind of like, uh, uh, I don't know, just like stubbornly believe that they're going to have the thing, even if mm. it's against all odds, yeah. you know, and, uh, and it's going to like charge the castle and save the lady and all this sort of stuff versus, um, he puts that in contrast to, uh, the night of resignation, mm. uh, or infinite resignation. He says, mm, so it's wow. just like, you know, a little harsh about it or whatever. But, um, but I think that that sets up this like interesting duality uh, between like if, if we're talking about faith, the opposite of faith mm. is to be resigned, almost like mm. to have a defeatist way of going about life and wow. like nothing's ever going to work out and things mm. aren't possible and all of that. Wow. And and so I think those are that's a really good contrast because sometimes it's hard to get a handle on hope. 
and maybe sometimes it, studying contrast is really helpful. Like yes. what makes hope, how do you define it? Define it by its opposite, resignation, yeah. giving up. Yes, exactly. Like shutting down, like resigning, like I'm over it. Exactly, exactly. So it's just like, hey, you know, uh, possibilities, I, I will declare the possibilities over in this mm. situation. Yeah. And I, I know like this is a conversation you and I have been having in, you know, our whole staff is like, how do we lean into possibility? Yeah. And that requires faithfulness, hope, yeah. uh, creativity, all these other yeah. really beautiful things. So, you know, when I'm thinking about faith, hope, theologically and stuff, those are some of my thoughts that, yeah. that come to mind. Uh, wh- what do you think about like what, why faith and hope? I, I think faith and hope are tied together because I think faith requires something that you deeply desire and you have to keep desiring mm. um, in order to keep going. So to use that analogy, like, like for me, sometimes I remember I had this uh, therapy appointment. This was like maybe four years ago. Yeah. And my therapist uh, now is retired, but he was, I think he was in his late seventies. An amazing uh, psychotherapist, uh, um, psychiatrist actually. Yeah. And, um, and I remember saying to him that I was in despair because I had done everything I wanted to do in life. This was like f- four or five years ago. Yeah. And I'm like, I, 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 I did, I've done it. And this is like maybe my Enneagram seven coming out. Like huh. I've, 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 I've conquered all the conquerors yeah. to be conquered. <laughs> what else is there to live for? You yeah. Know? I was just yeah. really, I was actually in, like kind of depressed, despairing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I went through like, I, you know, I, I, I moved, moved to San Francisco. We planted a church. We, I've been married. I've been, I've traveled the places I want to travel. And I've, um, I think I said, uh, one of the, what I, another thing I said was like, and, um, oh, I wrote a book and I wrote a book. Like I've done everything I wanted to do. What is there to live for? And he laughed out loud. And my, my therapist <laughs> oh, is a very even kill. Like he's yeah. a professional therapist. Like doesn't let you drink coffee in his therapy session. Oh my like, gosh. You're going to leave that outside next time. Right? Like, yeah. Oh I'll never my do. gosh. And so it's, he's like old school. So he's like, he laughs well. out loud. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, you, I've never even heard you laugh. Like you laugh. And he's like, it's just such a, it's silly. To, like, and, but I, here's what I'm tying it to. Yeah. Like I, the, the reason why I kind of fell in despair, cause I, I thought there was nothing else to hope for. What else is there to do in life that I'm like, I want to mm. keep hoping for that thing. I think faith and hope are tied together because you need faith requires something that you keep wanting to believe in that happens. And yes. obviously this is before we had a child, this is before we got into a home. This is like yeah. all before all kinds of, and there's still so much more to. Yeah. You know, I, I like knowing a little bit about your life and like in the last four years or whatever, yeah. so many great things have happened. And yeah. to think that you were like fully filled up then. Yeah, totally. Knowing like all of the incredible other gifts that have happened since then. And uh, I love the idea of like your super poker faced therapist, like just yeah. like breaking, you know, at that thought. And what a, what a mirror actually that that would be helpful to loosen something or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I, yeah, I always look back at that in thinking of hope. Like I, I think for what, my small frame of mind then, and I think mm. depression maybe, I mean, I'm not a psychiatrist or psychologist. I can't sure. clinically do this, but sometimes depression feels that way where I can't see hope. And then you start to lose faith and yeah. life and God and relationships and church and your job and your, and everything. Yeah, because hope needs this object that is futurist in a sense. You yes, know? I think that's why Christian hope um, needs to be grounded in like the thing that God's going to be doing in the future. So that's good. Yeah, let me ask you about that. Let me yeah, talk, sure. well, I don't want to jump ahead too much, but like, 
what do we think, what do you think our hope has to be in, right? Like, mm. what is it in? Man, uh, well, it, gosh, I, I think we as being, yeah, as, as like humans, we need greater than us, right? So mm. like we, we need, a, in my opinion, you know, as a follower of Jesus, we need a being greater than us. We need God and we need somebody beyond us to be setting the stage for a grand reality that like is beyond what we could comprehend. Right. So, um, and so as much as like, uh, and I think your story right there perfectly exemplifies, like there's a limit to human imagination. Hmm. Right. And, uh, and so like, if I'm trying to dream up like, Oh, you know, I could, I could do this and I could do this creative project and I could start this business and I can, you know, this and that. And, and like, that's all fun and good and everything, but the dreams run out yeah. at a certain point. Yeah. And, and the, the person who can keep like, I don't know, keep that well from running dry is like a God who is like, it's his nature to create and yeah. make new and to renew and to like bring things that we forgot and lost or whatever, or we thought were just broken and dead and just be like, actually, yeah, there's still hope for that thing too. Yeah. So like the hope needs to be in this future state. And I, and I think it, it, uh, has to be in one that God's creating. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, like we run out of ideas too yeah. quickly as human beings. Yeah. Cause Eugene Peterson contrasts hope with planning. Huh. He said, we conflate, um, we don't hope anymore. We plan. So wow. what he means by that is like, we, we take our past and our present and we imagine that in the future our abilities, what we can do, the things that we can accomplish with our own two hands, and we push that into the future. Because that's not Christian hope. Christian hope is God's plan of the future wow. that you can't accomplish at all yourself that God does himself. Oh man! And when that seeps in your imagination, that's where hope is. Like only God could bring someone who's dead alive. We can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Only God can redeem certain parts of the world. Only God, and, you, and the, the, that's the Christian hope, right? Yes. I think we too often, you know, I think um, N.T. Wright, who is one of the, my favorite scholars and probably one of the most yeah. popular scholars alive today, he's done a lot of work on heaven, like that the kingdom of God is coming here on earth and yeah. God's going to renew the earth and we're working for that kingdom. And I think it's done a lot of good theological work in like, hmm. you're not, you don't, you know, Christian hope isn't like you die and you leave this earth behind and you go to heaven and you float in the clouds. That's not God's future. It's that, that you join God in the renewal of this world. Yes. But I think that the, some of the, um, maybe the dark side, the dark underbelly belly of that theology is that we're trying to get heaven here now. Hmm. And we kind of have lost that a little bit hmm. of like there is a future coming that yeah. you, you, we will leave the, the way this world works and be with God forever. And hmm. there's a Christian heaven Mm. Though it is on earth. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. The renewal of there is all a things, renewal yes. and you will be with God forever. Heaven, earth will join and to look forward to this Christian hope. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. that gets lost in our imagination a bit for newer, yes. like younger followers of Jesus. Like, no, it's when we go to heaven, it's going to be a new earth. And like, but like, no, heaven, like that, that is yes. the future. Christian hope is that God renews the earth and makes all things new. Yeah. I, and, and, you know, like to take this again, back to Kierkegaard and fear and trembling, and he has this other way of thinking about faith. And I think it's connected to hope too, which is that in, in faith, 
the person is making like two simultaneous motions. So like on the plane of like uh, what we can see, the kind of temporal world, like the physical world, there's a reality that's happening. But then at the same time, moving in the eternal and the invisible and the spiritual realm, like, and faith is what happens when those things feel like they're happening simultaneously, mm. right? Where I, I go about my life as I'm like doing my normal life day stuff and it feels like it's simultaneously uh, caught up in the story of heaven, mm. right? And, um, and it's caught up in God's like big grand narrative for what is unfolding in the world. Mm. And I might be like shopping at Costco around the yeah. corner, you know what I mean? So like it, I think that's like the, the stuff of faith is it can elevate the daily that's like good. the very, very mundane stuff. Yeah. And it can help us, um, I don't know, like see how, see the opportunity and possibility that's there in, in a spiritual sense. And I think largely that has to do with lives of prayer, like yeah. uh, being in dialogue with God as we go about normal life. Yeah. And uh, so yeah. I also actually think of old, like kind of gothic or cathedrals that yeah. because life was so grim, they would make these these beautiful stained glass, heavenly uh, uh, structures that lifted that transcended you up. Like there is a Christian hope even in the midst of your mundane, you know, medieval life. Yeah, there is a hope. Now, yes, all the indulgences and weird things yeah. aside, and how much <laughs> sure. cost to build that, and who they you know stole money from. Yeah, all that aside, the, the the architecture, and I think what we've kind of done is we've we have done that. We've kind of leveled things out and everything is like, like there's nothing that lifts us heavenward to go. There is a hope that is beyond this world. Yeah. There's a hope that is outside of this world. And I think using art and story, uh, you know, to get yes. back into that hope, I think of um, the stories that we tell, that we read right now that we indulge in are um, dystopian stories. Yes. E like everything from, you know, uh, Hunger Games, Hunger Games and, to yeah. uh, The Walking Dead, and yeah, like it's, it's dystopian stories of the world that has fallen apart utterly, yes. and how do you survive it? Yes. Like those are the stories that and are the, the stories that we need to start feasting on again are like Lord of the Rings and you know the Chronicles of Narnia. Like those stories yeah. are Christian imagination of a future hope that's coming. Yeah, and I think those kinds of stories you need to feast on again, like soaking our mind in the imagination of. There is a there is a battle that we're in, and there's a hope and a king who's going to conquer it all. That's going to overthrow this world and yeah. its rulers and make all things new. And yes. to 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 be able to fixate on that hope and have faith in that, yeah, is like, like is I think that is like one of the practices of putting on yeah, faith and definitely. hope as a virtue. We need them. Right. As like, it, it is funny, but I think that is like genuinely a virtue practice in hope yeah. is, is like hearing stories that are hopeful, yeah. like putting ourselves into a, like an elevated imagination that mm -hmm. like stories that have like happy endings and redemption, yeah. yeah, redemption that takes place. And maybe it's not like Disney fied and, you know, easy and like, yeah. uh, but like, but genuinely uh, like things that we would want to see happen. Yeah. And, yeah. I think of like, uh, I, I bought this movie cause I just love watching it so much. Chef. Have you seen that movie chef? No, I haven't. 
what? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I, you have to watch. It's okay, okay. okay, so here it is. It's a yeah. rated R movie that has language in it. And, you know, it's language. A lot yeah. of language. Yeah. And it's... A, I think I've heard some of those words before. Yeah, yeah maybe. Redemption. <laughs> it's just a, but it's so... That's what I love about it. The movie is so redemptive. And when oh, you cool. watch it, you realize, what's different about this movie? Oh, it's like... It's a redemptive movie, but it's done really well. It's not like a cheesy Disney-fy. Disney yeah, fight. yeah. It's re- there's it's real a, grit in the process of things process, being redeemed. But it's 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 yeah. Anyway, I think that we, finding stories like that that we feast on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of when I think of Christian hope. Uh, I think of I said this in a sermon recently. Uh, Daniel Tiger, the way that Daniel Tiger is like this show on PBS. It's a spinoff of uh, Mr. Rogers. And it's a cartoon that I watch with Junie every Sabbath. And we watch it on Saturdays after we get donuts. And, uh-huh. um, and it ends with a song that Daniel Tiger sings. He says, um, and I'll be back when the day is new and I'll have more ideas for you. And you'll have things that you want to talk about. And I will too, because it's you I like. And it, there's, yeah. it's this very hopeful line that makes me like tear up every single time I watch it. I sing it to Junie. It's like hopeful and the people that I, I meet, like um, I met, I, I, by the way, when I, when I said this in a sermon, so many people like dads <laughs> were like, I cried too at oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I met this random waiter uh, when Ash and I were like in Carmel recently and we were eating outside and, and, um, and this uh, waiter comes up and Junie is, is with us. And this is the very first and only time she's ever watched a movie during dinner, I forget why, because oh, because it was a date night, and we're like, oh sure, I just want some conversation. <laughs> totally. Watch a movie, yeah. Like when we looked, Ash and I looked at each other, we're like, we're these parents right now, and we're like, we're okay with it. Uh huh. <laughs> we're gonna do it Dude, anyway. Yeah. So he's watching. She's watching Daniel Tiger, and I'm talking to the waiter about it, and he's like, "Man, I watched it with my daughter, and the 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 song at the end makes me cry every time." I'm like, "What? Me too." Oh, like, man. and and it wasn't like this person. I mean, I don't know if that person was a believer, but there was something about the Christian hope that is woven into that song by Mr. Rogers yes. himself. Like, there's a day coming that's new that you'll see, you'll see me again. Yeah. You'll see God again. You'll see, there's a Christian hope, like there's, mm-hmm. God, there's a day of renewal coming mm-hmm. and I'll see Jesus face to face. Yes. And if you're not, if we're Christian, we're not hoping for that day and have faith that day's coming, we're going to start despairing of life. We, we are. And, and this reminds me of, uh, a proverb, um, where it just just says a hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Mm. And, and I think this is, this is the current reality we live in, which is we have hopes and those hopes might get deferred and it might be troubling and hard and make us upset and be disappointing. Um, and at the same time, like in that, maybe in that void that is there, hope is like holding a space for eventually that longing to be fulfilled. Mm. It's like, uh, almost like saving a seat mm. for, uh, in, in the scripture it says the tree of the tree of life, yeah. right? Which is like taking it back to the garden, the tree of life. And at the very end, like the tree of life shows up in the scripture which is like there is eternal life here. There's like everything that we want in life that that can be taken, and uh, and when we have that longing, that space that hope has been saving a place for, um, like that's what's 
on its way yeah. for us is Absolutely. that deep experience of fulfillment in life. Yeah. Yeah. So church, we have to be people of hope, especially in the world that we're living in today. And now we hope for God making all things new. I hope for that. We have to hope for that more than we hope that Hawaii reopens and we can fly there and be mm-hmm. there more than we hope to eat indoors and like give people hugs in church. We have to hope for more than that. Um, that's Sometimes that's planning, but hoping is God's future that only God can accomplish, breaking into the present, and we have faith that God will make all things new. So may the, may the hope of, of the Christian story, may the hope of Jesus fill, fill your life, um, and where hope is dead, may the hope of Christ press its way into uh, those spaces. And, um, and may, may, you, may you have faith that, that day is coming. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.